0: You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 10, with Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. I'm so excited to get this episode into your hands because we are talking about the love paradox today. I have been talking about the love paradox for a while now and it's time to put it into the podcast form. This started a couple of years ago when I was taught this idea of the paradox and I have been using it for myself and all areas of my life. And with my clients, I've taught it on Instagram, I think, and I know I've written a couple of emails before, but I'm putting all of my knowledge about it and my experience about it in today's episode for you to take and run with, because this is life-changing, y'all. Let's go back to the beginning. (laughs) I had a business coach a couple of years ago, and she taught this idea of a paradox, I mean, of course, I knew what a paradox was, but not used in this way. So she taught this idea of holding two beliefs at the same time in your business. Um, this idea that these two things that you're believing might seem to con- contradict each other, but can be true. It had never occurred to me to use this idea in my business. So when she taught it, I took it and I ran with it. I worked on it and basically it was me holding these two things that I believed to be true, but they seemed like the opposite and it worked. I taught myself how to have doubts in my business and belief at the same time. I know this might seem elementary to some, but for me, having doubts in my business would stop me in my tracks And this has been something I've been working on for a while now. But this idea that you can have doubt in something and believe in at the same time, just it really threw me. And so when she taught me this and then I practiced it and then it worked, I realized, wait a second, I can let the doubts come up and I can still have belief and I can hold this paradox. And it doesn't have to stop me in my tracks when two opposing things feel true to me. So basically, I got comfortable with two things that felt opposing. As I teach my clients to do, and I took that learning into another area of my life, weight loss. And I didn't just take this idea of a paradox into my weight loss journey. I specifically used it to help me with this idea of loving myself where I'm at and having a goal. Because that's what I was struggling with at the time. I had grown so much in my relationship with myself, and my self-concept, and how I talk to myself. So I was getting comfortable with this idea of loving where I'm at and myself, and I still had a goal. So I was struggling with loving where I'm at and having a goal to make changes in my life. But I brought this idea of a paradox in, and I created the love paradox, which I'm going to teach you all about. And it's developed into one of my favorite concepts I've come up with combining an idea from others that I've worked with and my own and made this idea baby. So here's what's been happening and how this applies to weight loss or really anything, but we're going to use it for our weight loss journey for this podcast. We often use criticism, shame, discontent, dislike, or even hate to motivate ourselves to get into action, to make things happen. We've taught ourselves that this is the type of fuel to use to get going. In parallel to that, we've taught ourselves that to be content or satisfied or even like our current circumstances does not get us into action. In fact, it keeps us stale or stagnant. So in summary, we must criticize or dislike where we are and not be satisfied or like where we are to get into action and make the goal happen. It might even be that we've taught ourselves that we have to dislike where we're at to have a goal, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit as well, so keep that in mind. But you can see where that leaves us, not enjoying the journey and leaning heavily on that end goal to feel good and have joy, which means you're not only experiencing this discontent and criticism to motivate yourself, you're pushing away, feeling satisfied, Love or accomplished as well. Now, what I'm proposing is this idea that we change the fuel for motivation. What if we're wrong about loving where we are and feeling content now is holding us back from getting into action? What if we just haven't taught ourselves to use love as a fuel? So instead of the criticism, shame, judgment, dislike, or discontent type of fuel, we're talking about love fuel. And not just love, content, satisfied, accomplished, joy, pride, excitement, gratitude, abundance. So many feelings that come from loving where you are could be amazing fuel to getting into action to go after your goal. And you might be thinking, goal? But if you love your circumstances and where you're at right now, why would you have a goal or change anything? So here's what I propose. This is the love paradox. You can love where you're at and want to change, to grow, to evolve, to have a goal that you're going after. This is where the paradox comes into play. I looked up the term paradox in the dictionary and the first definition in the dictionary says a statement that sounds absurd or seems to contradict itself, but is in fact true. Hear me when I say, I know that this proposition might seem paradoxical, but it could in fact be true that you can love where you are and have a goal to change. You can love where you are and get into action to make your goal happen. When I realized the benefit of holding two seemingly contradicting things true, i.e. the paradox, I I realized how this could change the way I lost weight and others too. So I practiced it myself. I believed it was possible that I don't need to find all the things wrong with me or hate myself or my body to motivate myself. I just needed to practice this and really embody it to prove that true. So I did. I lost over 25 pounds now doing it the simple way that I teach and using the love paradox. And then I realized I was doing things differently than my clients when they first came to me. And it's because I believed in the love paradox. You might be thinking when you're losing weight, or you might know that's talked about this, where we think we need to feel that hateful, shamey, criticism kind of fuel to lose weight. That we have to not like where we are to get ourselves into action on our weight loss journey. And That's a no. (laughs) Corinne Crabtree, who is also an amazing weight loss coach, she says that. That's a no. Let's say you're at 175 pounds and you want to weigh 150 pounds. You want to lose 25 pounds. You can love where you are now and you can have amazing opinions, positive thoughts, loving feelings about your body and yourself now. You can love where you are now and want to change To lose those 25 pounds just because you want to. That means the motivational fuel to get yourself into action can be from love, commitment, compassion, and grace. All these things that are actually sustainable fuel. And I think that's the big difference between the types of fuel sustainability. We talked about sustainability in one of the first few episodes of the podcast when we talked about what makes simple weight loss. One of the big factors is sustainability. Is it sustainable to lose weight and to maintain it? Judging and criticizing yourself is not sustainable fuel. I know this to be true when I gained the weight back three times in a row. I was terrified to be at this weight because I knew how I got there wasn't maintainable for the rest of my life. Not only in restricting myself and depriving myself and using willpower and heavy exercise, but in how I treated myself. My clients will tell me that sounds nice, Paige, (laughs) but it won't get me into action. If I just love myself, I'll stay there. Not true at all. You just think you'll stay there because you've been used to that icky self-judgment kind of fuel to get yourself into action. I've been working on this in all areas of my life beyond business and weight loss. In my home, my exercise journey to get stronger and build endurance, and in my relationships it's just me seeing myself and accepting myself as i am right now or the situation and accepting it as it is right now and not making it a problem and if i want to change something setting that goal and not making it a problem that i want to change so i want to give you an example we live in an apartment and we wanted to buy a house a while ago and i found myself finding all the things wrong with my apartment on this journey, which by the way, did not feel good, but it felt necessary or like true that that's what you do. We're buying a house and these are all the things I can't wait to not have to deal with anymore in my apartment. And then we decided to not buy a house. And I felt very upset about it because I had built up all these things that I didn't like about my apartment. And then I realized what was happening. I had sowed discontent as a part of fueling myself to get into action or what seemed like a necessary pairing with buying a house. And working through this love paradox in that part of my life, what I realized was it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to sow discontent in an area of my life on purpose. So I've been practicing finding things and sowing love about my apartment and I'm feeling so much better. I mean, no surprise there, right? And what I'll do moving forward when we decide to buy a house is swim in the love I have for my current abode and still do all the things you do to buy a house. And notice how I'm talking about loving where I am and still wanting to buy a house. This is what I'm talking about with the paradox not making yourself wrong for wanting to change that which you love. So when we go to buy a house, I'm going to enjoy the journey. Enjoy myself up to the time where we start that journey and enjoy the house. So much joy. Now let me offer you a couple of powerful questions. The first one is, where might you already be using the love paradox in your life? Where are you practicing loving where you're at or loving a situation the way it is and wanting it to change? So an example might be your kids. You might love where they are. And want them to change, want them to grow up, want them to get a better grade in class or in school. And you practice embodying that love for them and wanting them to make a change. Or maybe it's with your partner. You might love dating and being with that person so much, and you want to be married. You can love where you're at in your current circumstances and want it to change. And check in with your own. Circumstances and the way you're doing things in your life. Are there also examples of using loving emotions and loving thoughts to help you motivate yourself? See if you're already doing that now so that you can mine your brain for gold, see how that's already something you're good at, and then you can use that on this journey. Here's another question for you What would change moving forward if you tried? Living or embodying the love paradox. You know, I love this question. If you've been listening to the podcast, I love these kinds of questions. What would change moving forward if you tried this thing or embodied this thing? I love this question because it has you envisioning your future self, which is one of my favorite things to do. It's one of the first things I do with all of my clients. And it has you building this list of compelling reasons to work on embodying this idea, for example, or practicing a tool. So you're not only thinking that's a great idea, but when you ask yourself what would be different if I did this or embodied the love paradox, you're literally building a list of reasons why you want to move forward in that way right now. Here's another question for you. How is it possible that you can love where you're at now and get into action on your goal? How is it possible that you can love where you're at and want to change? Really think about these. Take these questions on a walk. I know it's getting warmer where I'm at. I know those of you on the other side of the the world are you're getting colder, but go for a walk. Take these questions. How is it possible that you can love where you're at now and want to change? Have a goal. How is it possible that you can love where you're at now and get into action towards that goal? Think on it. Think about how you could already be using the love paradox in your life and how it could be possible to do so embodying the love paradox on your weight loss journey. Asking yourself how it could be possible that you can love your body, where you're at now, your relationship with food, and get into action towards your goal. I love this idea of considering the possibility of how that could be true, because then you're just giving yourself evidence of how that could be true. <laughs> I'm a little sneaky with my powerful questions, but that's why I love them so much. All right, y'all, that's a love paradox. I'm so excited to get this into your hands or, well, your ears, so you can start practicing this today, practicing this idea of holding these two things that might seem contradictory, but that can both be true. If you loved this episode as much as I did, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and share this with your fellow life coaches who aren't in the know about the love paradox yet. And you know, they're going to love learning about this as much as you did. So share this episode with them. If you have any questions or want to talk more about the Love Paradox, you can always find me on Instagram at lifecoachpageb or email me at hello at pagebowman.com. That's it for this episode. I'll see y'all next week.